Welcome to Hidden Truths, a podcast about the transformation of life experiences into precious teachings to thrive on planet Earth. I'm your host, Nicole Energy. I'm better off with my heart broken, love splashing out the gushes, asleep in the arms of the unknown. I wrote this poem a few weeks ago when I was really in pain and at the same time I was feeling this freedom inside and this depth of really depth of feeling and of feeling myself as a free being that can choose and and um yeah with this love just pouring out of me from the inside and it's infinite and asleep in the arms of the unknown like this scary giant god that is holding me and it is like cradling me and at the same time yeah it felt so good to surrender and it felt so hard at the same time i have been wanting to open up this topic here with you guys because it has been in my field for a long time now um, due to my personal experience And I feel it is an important one to open up to bring medicine to it and allow transformation to truly happen. The definition of heartbreak according to the dictionary is grief, basically crushing grief and sorrow. And so I feel it doesn't apply only to relationships and yeah relational matters but to everything that we need to let go of in the form that it has existed until this moment and i have been feeling this grief and this sorrow i have been dating someone for a while and things have not really been going in a way that um was aligned to my Uh, and is aligned to my desires and needs and I have been feeling really low and really heartbroken and what I have noticed is that this grief and desperation were caused by open wounds that were there and what was happening in my relational life was allowing me to notice them through the appearance of the heavier emotions we can't control another person But we have a lot of power over ourselves, which does not mean we should repress what we feel or behave as nothing is going on, but have the courage to look at what is happening in our life, our body, our hearts, and maybe get support in order to navigate these emotions, which can be really overwhelming. Um, It's like looking into a remote corner of your house where you've been piling up random stuff for 30, 40, 50, 500 years. And it's intense, it's um, 
very intense and this is why I have chosen to get myself some support in terms of therapy, body work, energy work, past lives work in order to lighten the load and work through it at the same time. And I've been learning a lot about myself, what I want, who I am, what I don't want, what is acceptable for me, what is not acceptable and why I was accepting it if it was not acceptable and denying my own needs and power. The power to experience abundance in love in an infinitely abundant universe because this is what it is about. Heartbreak gifts you with the fuel to look inside and create clarity about who you are and what your desires are, what your path is. So the questions are, are you really on the right path for you? Do you know yourself? Heartbreak, I found, strips you of all the superficial and forces you to dig deeper. And this is why it comes with such heavy feelings and deep grief. You're letting go of someone else, but there is a chance that you're letting go of a part of yourself too. And there is a chance that you need to do some work in order to bring comfort into the discomfort and to be able to linger in that stretch like in yin yoga i'm a yin yoga teacher so <laughs> i i love that you know the discomfort that can be present when you have been leaning into a deep stretch for five to ten minutes and it becomes sort of delicious in a way and there is so much space and that's also the only way that you are going to get to the deeper tissues and and do the work on them so maybe heartbreak is a portal and it opens doors that we wouldn't have been opening if it weren't for this situation which came into our life which we co-created we are so mm, there is someone that i really love um, as a teacher carolyn elliott she does work that is really revolutionary and um, she has written a book called the existential kink and she says what if um also the pain we feel is something that we really choose to feel and that is part of the human experience as much as joy as much as delight and that it is something that is useful and that is aligned actually with our experience so what if it is something that we can really enjoy at one point in a way and i feel that there is great enormous potential in this way of thinking because in the end the only thing that matters is our way of thinking what meaning do we make what meaning do we give to what happens to us to what happens for us i was in my akashic records a few days ago and I received this message about the fact that everything we lose in our life 
is programmed programmed for that certain time in our life and that this um, guide that what I was receiving was telling me um, if this man falls off your path let him fall <laughs> and it was really comforting because it was like it's a natural thing just as the trees lose their leaves it's natural to be losing some people in our life and I know that this can be really triggering to hear because there is grief that really is really 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 deep and I haven't lost any of my parents yet I, I did lost two grandfathers and um, yeah so I can't yet relate to the loss of a parent for example or, or of someone that is really close to us but even that is in in the bigger picture in the cycle of life and death which is ever present and which we are weaved in this is the reality in that cycle it is um, physiological in a way and yeah what can I say about heartbreak that I feel it's not even heartbreak um, I feel that it doesn't only relate to for example the, the heart chakra the heart chakra is a center which is linked or it is the center where we experience and feel unconditional love and it's the center which allows us to give and receive unconditionally and everything that is conditional is not love <laughs> basically um, and I feel actually that heartbreak has a big impact or this grief is like something a full body sensation and it works on so many levels like I've been for example I'm someone who processes a lot with her head with my uh, third eye with my eyes with my right eye a lot I process I munch I you know <laughs> I go over things over and over again it's I'm a Virgo my sun sign is Virgo and I have found that yeah there have been moments where I was just I couldn't focus you know my focus was really affected by what was happening and the, all of the sensations I was feeling and at the same time I've had some very triggering moments where my belly was all over the place and my solar plexus just under my heart was throbbing like my diaphragm that area was throbbing and pulsing and that is related to who I am that's why I am like okay heartbreak it really invites you to have a look at who you are and where you're going because apparently something wasn't aligned and now it's time for you to dig deeper and understand what's going on 
or uh, break through some layers of the box you put yourself in. And I am actually having a beautiful dialogue with this person that I would have called the heartbreaker, <laughs> but it's not a heartbreaker. Um, you know, also this thing of giving the responsibility of your feelings to someone else is so disempowering and it creates even more of the feelings of loss and of um, yeah, being disempowered and, and feeling heartbroken and desperate. So I'm having this beautiful dialogue that I'm really very grateful for and I have understood so many things about myself. Um, and it's and the fact that things changed in my life uh, in a way that I didn't want them to change but finally I see like yeah I was in a situation that was not healthy for me and my body was saying was was communicating about that and I couldn't listen and why I couldn't listen it was because of conditioning because of wounds because of patterns that have been formed long time ago and that's why I said go see a therapist go see an energy worker do body work on yourself because we are we're multi-dimensional beings and we exist on so many levels and there there are we are processing on so many levels and it's so important to take care of ourselves because if we don't have ourselves we have nothing we have nothing and so I have taken notes on three ways in which you can navigate heartbreak according to my own experience and the first one is self-care, slowing down, allowing your whole system to process and ways in which you can help your system go through intense times are sleeping enough, eating healthy, nutritious food, Taking time to do that because the processing really impacts the digestive system most of the times. And in my case, as I shared, it does. Um, spend time with yourself in nature. Let the Great Mother hold you and heal you. Choose carefully the people you hang out with based on your needs. Yes, this one is a big one. And I have noticed also when I have closed my six years relationships, uh, relationship um, two years ago, I moved from London where I was living with this uh, man back to my hometown in Italy. And I have noticed that I wanted to, I thought I was going to hang out with everyone. I thought I was going to get myself someone to date. I thought that I was gonna have the time of my life. Turned out I needed time for myself. I needed to spend hours and days and months on my own and no one could really be the person I wanted to spend my time with. Not my parents, not my family, um, not my friends and yes also after you move to a place after 10 years you have been gone i moved to amsterdam when i was 22 and now i'm 33 and two years ago i've moved back here 
and um, yeah, your friends are not your friends anymore in the sense that you have grown and I have done a lot of work on myself in these years, especially in the last two years, but overall in the last 10 years um, in spirituality and with a therapist and now energy work and now I do energy work on other people, for other people, for my clients. And, you know, it's just, you are a different person. Anyways, off topic. Um, so yeah, I found out that I didn't want to spend time with people. And now, for example, I notice that when I feel really tender, I can't spend time with just anyone. I need to pick carefully and I can't just go anywhere. There are places that are more suitable for my mood and for my energy and for my boundaries energetic boundaries and places that I just don't want to be in and yeah so this is this is a thing and it can require a lot of energy to put on a mask and just go about your day and meet with the friends you always meet while you don't feel like it and while you would need to rest or you would need a hot bath or you would need to um go for a walk in nature or what what you would actually need is talking to a professional and not to your friend because there the, a way to self-care as well is to get yourself exactly what you need and not leave that to the case like oh yeah whatever I'm gonna call her because you know she listens to me and she gives me advice and then you call this person and then you're like oh this, this doesn't feel good. <laughs> it's just like with food, basically. That's how it works. It's, it's about nourishment. Um, another uh, thing you can do is drink lots of water. And that helps the body process and clear. Uh, keep yourself hydrated. Is, you know makes you feel better. It just makes you feel better overall. And moving according to your mood and needs. So um, when I moved here, I started doing aerial dance, which is amazing. And it's really hard work um, overall. And I found after a few months that I just couldn't do it anymore because my body, my body didn't want that. And my body doesn't want to do very hard work, for example, every month because of the, or yeah, in virtue of the menstrual cycle, um, I don't feel like working very hard um, with my body in the, for example, in the, when, when I am bleeding and also in the days before bleeding. And I feel my body really contracts when I do, when I go against its will and um and so yeah then i stopped and now i'm looking for a new routine of movement and for example in the last days i've been dancing uh in the morning instead of doing for example yoga or meditating um so it's like yeah change change your routine are you doing sport that 
doesn't feel good anymore in your body well consider changing maybe you have new needs right now maybe the environment is not what you need anymore like help yourself you know you're here on earth to help yourself first otherwise you have nothing <laughs> hmm. second thing you can do while navigating a, a heartbreak is indeed get support from a professional who can truly help and has a neutral approach without feelings involved and ideas on how things should be so it can be a therapist a coach an energy worker like me choose a professional you trust and feel safe with and commit to a number of sessions at least so that you make sure you really get all the support you need and take the time that is required for grieving transforming working on it and you come out on the other side um, ready to build the future that you want to build and i think neutrality is really important because um, people friends family the, the, your partner they love you and they have an interest in you feeling good and thriving but sometimes when we are navigating something really um yeah when we're really low when we really need to, uh, to be tend to and when we really need to also to stay in this space where there is a lot of sadness where we feel that you know life is over or we don't see a future we only see yeah we only feel pain um according to me there is value in in being there and just letting it happen and it will pass it's just like when it rains outside at one point you know it shifts and then the cloud there it's cloudy and then the sun shines again and i repeat like get yourself some help so that you make sure that you navigate that in the most comfortable way ever for yourself not for anyone else just for yourself and um yeah the people around you give advice they um love you they want you to be happy but what you really need is someone that that is neutral and that can guide you with real tools and that guides you because because uh he's there for that reason to guide you and he gets paid for it and you know uh, yeah there is no second agenda involved even the second if the second agenda comes from a good intention it doesn't matter like your family is your family your partner is your partner your friends are your friends they shouldn't be in the therapist role because otherwise also those friendship and family relationships become you know something else and actually you don't want that um third advice <laughs> third thing you can do is allowing yourself to feel your feelings all of them when they come i for example have a position in which i cry and it's the only position in which i can cry and let go it's child pose on my yoga mat with a bolster under my chest 
which is pressing on my heart center and it feels safe it feels good it feels like the only place and position i can cry in and let go and be held and i respect this and i let myself do it when i need it i write and i keep the things i write for myself i do not share them with the other person involved because there is no other person involved really no one is responsible for your feelings and your healing um and i just respect myself in the ways that i want to be crying and that i want to be processing and yeah let yourself have what you need to have and don't judge yourself for that <sighs> amen <laughs> okay now i'm gonna share uh three gifts of heartbreak i am receiving and i guess this is unexpected like this beautiful dialogue which have blossomed in the last two days this was unexpected i didn't know it was coming and i guess authenticity and sharing who i am and caring less about how the other person is going to receive this and um, feeling responsible only for myself and being committed to listen to the other person without taking things personally i think that this is a big gift this process has brought me another gift is more love for myself yeah seriously I am the most important person of my life and navigating these feelings and fears are allowing me is allowing me to love myself at a new at a whole new level yeah in a tenderness and with compassion and honoring myself in a way I hadn't done before honoring my inner child and her needs honoring her feelings not being judging them as weak or yeah i shouldn't be here because i gotta thrive i gotta work i gotta do this and this i gotta date I gotta, you know what i mean just really respecting the fact that tonight i'm not gonna smile it's fine i don't care <laughs> if this is what i need this is what i need and also I have noticed how I had to protect this state from someone else who is living in the same apartment who had an opinion about the fact that, you know, you should do something about it. And I was like, what? And I understand it's hard to be around someone who is having a hard time and not take it personally and just letting the process unfold. But that's exactly the second agenda I was talking about when uh, discerning between therapists and friends and family. Third thing I gained is the chance to redefine my, what my wants and needs are in relationship. Yeah. What do I want? What is, what is acceptable for me? What is not? How do I commun communicate that? What are my deal breakers? How does partnership look like for me? 
Is there anything I wish to explore at this time of my life? Am I ready to date someone else or do I need more time for myself? This is a great question that now is really on my top list of questions because when we feel heartbroken, then we can have this urge to feel the void we are feeling with something else. It's just like emotional eating, basically. You just... Um, I have downloaded Tinder. Tinder. It's like this dating app. Well, it's worldwide famous and I hadn't had it before. And I don't think also it's my thing, honestly. I'm not a big texter and yeah. So I, so I get Tinder and I can't deleted it even before using it, before making a profile. <laughs> it was like this urge, like, yes, I'm going to do this and that. And then I was like, nope. Okay, then after a week or so, I download it again. Sip of water. Three sips, actually. Okay. After uh, I download it again, I create a profile and I start exploring. I have a match. I have two matches. One of these matches texts me and I'm like, nope. So I get my profile off the app again. <laughs> and I was like, yes, I'm going to respect this about myself. I'm going to respect this process. I'm not going to tell myself that I should or that I, you know, yeah, that I should do something and he, does he has texted me so I should reply and da da da. And so I just went with my guts and uh, when someone texted me and I thought it was a fun message, I replied. And then he texted back and I didn't want to text back. And so I didn't. And for me, it's a whole new level of relating to myself in a way that is respectful. And I listen to my needs and I listen to my nose. And before I wasn't doing that at all. And yeah, it's also for me, it, it has been really important to look at what is partnership for me and how, how, like, how do I want it to feel and what is acceptable for me? Like, and what is not acceptable for me? For example, I know that for me, it's not acceptable to date someone who has like, a, um, for example, who is addicted to alcohol or drugs. And I have nothing against people who are, but I just know that it's something that it doesn't um, match my my lifestyle and so yeah basically what's my lifestyle and for example you can be very specific and also be like i don't want to date a smoker i don't want to date someone who smokes uh regularly every day maybe someone who smokes a cigarette sometimes is fine for me but yeah so define define Define. So I've been defining the um, what I want to bring to the table in in partnership, and I want to that it's um, it's on both sides. And I have been looking into open relationships, which is something I haven't uh, done before. So I am learning about that. 
and I have been yeah just looking into that because I am curious and I feel that for example in her in order to have an up relationship there must be a really uh, strong and stable foundation of trust and communication and boundaries and um, I feel that by learning about open relationships, I am learning about monogamous relationships as well. Because actually, I found out, so this is my opinion, um, we take a lot for granted when it comes down to monogamous relationships. And... Um, the, the people that I am like following on Instagram and that are sharing about open relationships are all coaches and people who work, um, yeah, as basically coaches and they work with couples and the, they, um, yeah, share about open relationships, but it's from a place of consciousness. They are very conscious. They are doing the work. They are being coached themselves and um, they learn and they communicate vulnerably among them. They really take the, all of them, they make an effort. And I feel that in monogamous relationships, this, well, it can be also in, in open relationships, but what I have experienced is that a lot of stuff is taken for granted, like boundaries are not expressed and... I guess that this is the difference between an unconscious and a conscious relationship anyways, in any case. Um, but I really think it's healthy to bring all of these boundaries and to build this foundation of trust and communication in whatever relationship we want to have in the future that is open or monogamous or polyamorous. It doesn't, it doesn't really matter. Um... But I am very fascinated by this philosophy of Tantra and of really conscious partnership and this philosophy of radical vulnerability and communication. Yeah. So this is something I have discovered thank, thanks to these, to the chance of being um, exiting a dating process, basically. And I, I have been looking into these things before uh, during my, even when I was into my previous relationship and then somehow the fact that I was in a relationship prevented me from, from studying more as if I was, I was done, I had arrived, but it, it's false, you know, there is always work to do, always there is work to do in our partnerships or not. And I feel that also in partnership, we can experience death many times. And by death, I, um, I mean death and rebirth, rebirth um, like processes where the relationship is changing rad radically or it has been changing just very slowly over um, years or months and, and it needs things needs to be let go of things need to be let go of and uh, there needs to be a new shape new boundaries there needs to be fresh air there needs to be yeah work basically <laughs> um so this is 
on the third gift. Fourth gift, ah, chance to not take things personally and not hate on the other person for not wanting the same things that I want. Yeah, because this is really the point of it. It's not a bad thing. It's actually awesome to know that and part ways so that both, both can choose for what they truly desire and feel aligned with. So what about the drama and the fight and the other kind of stuff? Well, those have nothing to do with heartbreak. And if you have them in your life and you don't want to, start doing some work on yourself or keep on doing the work and remove the patterns from your life. And you will, really, I promise. And... Uh, yeah, there needs to be no drama also in parting ways. So those are little bonuses <laughs> to work on. And yeah, I think I've shared everything I wanted to share about this unfolding process of, of heartbreak or what we call heartbreak in society. And that is sometimes a process in which we get stiffened up and that's why I wanted to to talk about it because um, yeah we have ways in which we prevent ourselves from feeling bliss and feeling all right and thriving and feeling more energy um, yeah and these ways are our belief system, basically. Um, so yeah, this is all for today, I guess. If you have any question or comment, I would love to. I would love you to shoot me an email or a um, DM on Instagram. Mm, if you want to work with me with Reiki or in the Akashic Records, shoot me an email or send me a DM on Instagram. And I would love to know if you have any other topic you would like me to, um, to talk about or to share about. And I, um, yeah, just wish you a lot of love inside of yourself and I wish you to soften where you previously used to harden and I wish you to embrace yourself with all of your yeah facets I would say as if you were a diamond and you are Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Hidden Truths. If you are curious and want to know more about my work with Reiki Energy and Totem Animals, or you want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, head on over to my website, www.nicoleenergy.com or my Instagram account, nicoleenergy underscore. Thank you.